Hey there, Anna Guest Jelly here. Welcome to Love Curvy Yoga, the podcast where we talk about and practice all things body affirming and yoga. Now let's get into it. Hi, everybody. I am here with Marilyn, and I am so excited to introduce you to her. She is someone who I met here in Nashville at our local studio and has been just a really integral part of the community that we have created here, and I've really enjoyed getting to know her over the past year or so, and I can't wait to share her with you all. So thanks for being here, Marilyn. Thanks. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, me too. So let's just kind of start at the beginning. Tell us a little bit about what got you started with yoga. Well, um, it was actually, I went to um, this women's retreat. I, I, it was, I had gone to um, Sonoma, and I, when I decided to do this retreat and the amount of money that I was paying to go, I was like, I am doing everything on that itinerary. <laughs> and whether I am comfortable with it or not. So um, it was a Friday through Sunday, and on Saturday and Sunday mornings, um, they had yoga um, in one area of the hotel for us to um, participate in. And I was really intimidated. I mean, yoga was something that, you know, I my husband had talked about trying before, but the idea just really intimidated me, and I was he had – done this P90X, and it was like a, a yoga on steroids the first time I saw him do it, and I was, like, I was like, oh, heck no, that's not me, I can't do that, so, yeah. Um, but I decided I was going to do it, and I went down, and I got there early enough to where I couldn't hide in the back, and nice. so I ended up with my mat in the very front part of the room, and thankfully, I landed beside somebody um, that was um, a yoga practitioner for years, um, and she kind of became my yoga buddy um, that mm-hmm. weekend and kind of just helped me, and she said, you know, like, don't worry about it. You, you know, just worry about yourself if you can't do something or you have to adapt it, and I was like, okay, and so I did the class. It was more of a vinyasa thing, and I really, really enjoyed it. I was really surprised, and um did that those two mornings, and then one of our um, uh, workshops that we had was um, about putting your stuff on your on your calendar, and we, it was uh, we broke out, and one of the things that you know they said basically is finding something in your area and getting it on your calendar for when you go back home, and so I did a little bit of searching on my iPhone and uh, found Curvy Yoga actually. Um, not at your studio, but another one, and I was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to do that. And I got home and um, found out from a friend of mine that the lady that started Curvy Yoga was basically opened a studio in my own backyard, you know. <laughs> it, was like, it was like divine, you know, like, oh, I'm supposed to be doing this. And so um, I went to a class or two, I think, at the end of the year, and then you had offered that beginner's course, um, the beginning of, I guess it was 2015, and um, I actually talked to a lady that I was becoming friends with that was a, a client of mine and said, do you want to do this with me? And so we signed up together, and and the rest is curvy yoga history. 
<laughs> so that's kind of how I got started. It's interesting how many things kind of aligned for you to get right into that space. And I love how you had a supportive friend with you from the beginning, and then you brought another supportive friend with you when you made the transition to the local classes. I think that that can be such a help. Yeah, I mean, I just, um, that was the one thing that I was really also looking for when I went to this thing in Sonoma that fall was um, building more of my community with women. Mm-hmm. And it was something that I was challenging myself with and something that intimidated me. I mean, I, you know, uh, as we all know that, you know, that mean girl syndrome can kind of, you know, really have an effect on you. Even, you know, you can carry that with you into adulthood. And I didn't really have girlfriends. And so I was challenging myself to do that. And I've, I've found, you know, that since going to that event and, and several of those are actually, you know, people that I love seeing, you know, twice a week, you know, doing yoga and in your new quote unquote studio in your house. Right. So, but yeah, it's, it's really, it was something, it was not just a challenge for me to do with, um, with yoga, but it was something that I was putting my, I wanted to put myself in the position to challenge myself to develop that community with other women. Yeah. And, and just, so I felt safe with other women. Yeah, that's so important. And to be able to have that connection in a body-affirming space. Yeah. How mm-hmm. how has yoga affected your relationship with your body? Um, I would say that it, every, and you and I have talked about this before, it's, um, I feel that every time that I show up to yoga and I'm showing up for myself, that I am rebuilding the integrity with myself as someone that's been overweight my entire life and, you know, issues with, with food. And every time you tell yourself, you know, you go on a diet and then you're going to do this, you're going to do it 100% and you do 100% for like three days and then right. you're not, you know, and so that, that, I think that really does really kind of start wearing on, on your, yourself and your self-worth and how you view yourself. And so, Finding a way to kind of just start to repair that, I think yoga has done that for me. And just really, it was, I, I'd heard about this idea of self-care. I didn't really understand it. But to me, yoga has been my, the first step towards that self-care and also just that re- rebuilding and creating that relationship with myself and, and um, learning to trust myself. And that comes, you know, like when you have done things like not kept to your promises to yourself and you you have to learn to how to rebuild that trust and yoga's kind of helped me do that. Yeah. Do you feel like that's happened It sounds like part of that has been showing up for the practice and doing that on a consistent basis. Are there ways that you also see that happening on the mat during the practice itself? I'm just curious about that. Yes, when um, one of the things that I've, I've I've learned a lot of things on the mat about myself and just you know for one and I'm I'm a very competitive person and mostly against myself mm-hmm. and just, um and I'm sure no one relates times, to that <laughs> yeah yeah I'm sure and I, I just there are times even when we're doing a stretch or do in you know and you're saying you know where you feel a stretch not a strain and. I'm mentally going, what's a stretch, what's a strain, and, like, I should be doing more. I'm like, oh, but that hurts. Nope, pull back. And I have this mental dialogue, and then I have to remember, you know, just breathe, you know. And so it's just 
for me, the mat has become a place where um, I'm getting out of my head and into my body and really just remembering to breathe. Um, yeah. That that's really been huge for me because I'm in the middle of a pose and I'm trying to like, okay, am I doing this right? And I'm like, don't worry about right. Just do what feels good and remember to breathe and, um, and just stop trying to always kind of like, well, you could do a little bit more. You could do like, no, just, and it, and it's weird. is like what I can do on a Tuesday night is different than what I could do on a Thursday night. In a, yeah. And, and it's, and so I think, like, sometimes on Tuesday nights, because I've now gone, you know, four days or so, you know, since we've last all gotten together, I'm more stiff on a Tuesday than I am a Thursday. And sometimes mm-hmm. I find myself trying to push myself the same way, or whether it's, like, body fluctuations or, you know, if I didn't drink enough water that day or whatever. And I just, I start kind of mentally going through the list of what, why am I, you know, what has changed or um, how did I treat myself today? Is that having a, an effect of what I'm able to do on the mat? And that's when, you know, so it's, again, it's all of these things. Instead of it being more of a, I've turned that dialogue, and I'm working, it, it, it does come back, I'm trying to work that dialogue from a competition, kind of push myself because I have to prove something, um, to just being and enjoying the experience and getting what I need from it. And it's 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 some place that I've learned how to receive. That's been a, I've always been a giver, and yeah. not really been really good at um, allowing others to help me. And yoga has been teaching me how to receive and how to um, take care of me. And it's my time. It's like the one thing like in my life that is really sacred to me. And if I the only time I miss yoga is if I'm really sick or like I've I've, I've missed a class because I'm out of town but if I'm in town uh, that is it's going to take a good bit for me not not to go oh my gosh I feel like a choir of angels should start singing right now (laughs) (laughs) well what I love about what you just shared is that it sounds like you in some ways have shifted the dialogue that you're having with yourself and in some ways deepened it. Like you are now in a process of inquiry with yourself. Like what do I really need in this pose? Like you said, what is a stretch? What is a strain? How do I figure that out in my body? Um, Mm -hmm. What do I need to support myself? And when you notice that inner conversation coming up around, you know, competition or, you know, why am I not able to do this or whatever, then you're like, okay, I'm going to set that aside and come back to, my breath or come back to what I need in this moment. And to mm-hmm. me, that is some life-changing stuff right there. Yeah, it, it, it has been because I, I've taken those same things into other areas of my life. I mean, I'm, I, mm. I've brought it into my business. And so when I find myself like, um, you know, I, as you know, I'm an interior designer, and when I get online, I've got a platform that I use for my business. And I, the lady that I used to work for, I see some of the things that, you know, we, every, everybody checks on each other. We want to see what each other's doing. Right. And so and when I see that, oh, you know, like what someone's done since I've left working with them and I started my own business, um, there are times like you feel these little pangs of like whether it's jealousy or it's like um, I wish I was able to be in a place to be doing that. And, and, and you know, it's like, you know, right. but it's the same thing about people that have been doing 
yoga longer than me. They may be able to do something in a, in a, in a, in a move that I'm just not there yet. It's like it takes time. And it's like so yoga has taught me to also have that same grace with myself in other areas, um, especially my business because that's been such a big thing for me over the last couple of years. I've, um, I started my business two years ago, and I see a big difference in the way that I approach my um, my business and my clients and just everything I want to do since I started yoga. It's, it's changed a lot in the last, you know, 15 months versus what I was experiencing like the previous year. Mm-hmm. And I, I attribute a lot of that to, you know, just learning how to breathe in my business, you know, and not be, yeah. not not how to not being competitive with the people that have had more experience with me, but now it's like, okay, that's something that I, you know, have to look forward to learn, or it may not be. And the same thing, there may be poses and stuff that never feel truly comfortable to me, and I'm okay with that. And so I take that mentality and I've shifted that into to my business and, um, you know, relationships. I, I see the relationship with my husband is different. Um, I think... He, you know, just me showing up for myself on, you know, I show up for myself and do yoga, you know, um, in small spurts throughout the week. But really that Tuesday, Thursday, he he knows that's sacred and he comes home and takes care of some of the stuff that, you know, I would normally take care of other nights of the week. And um, it's just, it's really, and it, it's given me, it's allowed me to be able to him to do that without me feeling guilty too. Mm. So that. That in our relation, that's helped our relationship. And um, there are times, you know, as in any relationships, you you need to learn how to breathe. <laughs> yeah. And so um, it's been really. I think it's it's been something that um, the more I think about it, it's been interesting to see the ripple effects of what yoga has brought to me throughout um, the other spaces in my life. Yeah, it's so interesting, isn't it? Because you're like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, go do some stretches or get stronger or whatever. And then you're like, oh, I wasn't expecting to also have shifts in my relationship and my business. And Mm -hmm. what I was hearing so much in what you were saying is also intention. You know, you talked about that when you were talking about how you show up on your mat and how you want to be with yourself in those moments with intention and it feels like that's a big part of what you're applying in your business and your relationship and all parts of your life, too. Yeah, there are words that I've never used in my vocabulary before yoga. Intention, grounded, <laughs> rooted. I mean, like, and I didn't really, like, I, I, you know, I was like, oh, those, you know, those just words that just seemed um, not really foreign to me, but just, like, I couldn't really understand. And, yeah. Um, and I didn't know, like, what's the difference between grounded and rooted? And you know, it's like, oh, but I really, um, like, starting my day, like, there are things that I do to kind of ground myself in the morning. Um, if when I step away from my computer to let the dogs out, like, I find myself sometimes just doing mountain pose in the middle of the kitchen so that I can mm. kind of just re refocus and just kind of, be in that moment instead of, you know, my, my brain going a miles and, you know, a, a million miles a minute, you know, what project I'm, I'm working on and just kind right. of creating a sense of space around me just even for a few moments. Um, and it's just, 
I don't know, it's really helped me learn to be much more present. I, I've always been um, subject to, you know, thinking back and thinking forward and not really being here and now, and it's really brought me a sense of presence in, in my life, too. Mm. Yeah, I feel like all humans can relate to that. <laughs> it's hard yeah. to be in the in the present moment, for sure. And I think with everything that you were saying just now, it's really about bringing those things that feel like what is, you know, rooted, what is present even um, into your body on the yoga mat. And then it's just like, oh, it has this resonance in the rest of your life once you get it into your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's some of it, like, you know, um, as we're talking, and one of the things that I was even thinking about, you know, um, last night and this morning, um, uh, I was thinking uh, about surrender, and like I've learned a lot about surrender and vulnerability in yoga as well. I mean, it's just even sometimes it's just even the pose and like how you lay in shavasana, like mm-hmm. really understanding that like it um, with surrender, like you, there it's um, feeling supported. It is easier for you to surrender, and. You know, like yeah. having the, whether, you know, whatever prop set is, the bolster under your knees and a blanket under your head and just like providing some sense of comfort and support, you know, like there, I'm laying in a pose that feels totally vulnerable, but I feel in that space with those other women and with you, I feel completely safe and able to allow my body just to completely relax and be in a pose that feels extreme, extremely vulnerable, but I but I feel supported and I feel like I'm able to just kind of let go and be. And that is something that I have, I, I don't really know if I have anywhere else. I'm working on creating that in other places, but mm-hmm. it's, it's a practice that it's in, in, in a safe space for me to be able to do it there. Um, and I think that, that women can, you know, any, anybody can do that on, uh, you know, their mat, wherever they may find themselves, but that's, you know, with curvy, that's where I've, I've found it. And that mm. I'm trying to take what I'm learning, even in a Shavasana, into other areas of my life. Like, what can I learn here? And what, like, where can I find this feeling in other places? And what do I need to do to support myself and to find those supporting things to be able to be able to do that? Oh, my gosh. I think that's so beautiful because you're just taking those principles that feel relevant to you on the mat and then thinking about all the places that you can apply them to, which to me is like, that's the definition of yoga right there. I love that. Yeah. I, I, it's really been much more than I ever thought it was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> well, that kind of feels like the perfect place to wrap up. Thank you so much for sharing your story. I know everybody's going to hear so much resonance and inspiration in their own life. So thank you for your time and your sharing. Thanks, Anna. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Love Curvy Yoga. You can find more information about this podcast and all things Curvy Yoga at curvyyoga.com. If you love the show, please share it or even review it in iTunes. Both help us get the word out that yoga is a way to come home to your body and yourself exactly as you are today. Have a great day and curve on.